Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to iFocus Podcast. I am Val Thompson, uh, today's host. And today we have a very interesting topic and guest. It's the Reverend Ray Mackey, chairman of the Biz Mackey Foundation. How are you today, sir? I'm doing excellent, Val. How are you? Good to see you. Fantastic. Great to see you. It's been a while, you know, and and I haven't done a podcast lately, so this is special for me. Okay. And again, the subject is very special because we've got baseball coming up, and this is a famous person that we're going to be talking about. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully this will be like a warm-up since you're you're getting back into it. Uh, you bet. Yeah, yeah. It's just exactly what it is, and I'm, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Let's first get into some of the conversation. Uh, considering this is Black History Month, Please tell us a little bit about the legendary Negro League baseball catcher, James Riley, Biz Mackey, who also was inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2006. Tell us a little something about him. Well, first and foremost, I'm happy to say that uh, that last name, the surname Mackey, I, I'm in that lineage. So Biz was my grandfather's brother. So he's, he's my great uncle, was my great uncle. And just a little bit of background, Mackey's hail from a little small town west of Houston, uh, Luling, Texas. And back in the early 19th century, playing baseball on a farm, Mackey's were farmers, or back then, some people like to call them sharecroppers. We always laugh and say that that the white folk were farmers and the blacks were sharecroppers, but they considered themselves farmers, but they played baseball. They played the sport of baseball. All the Mackey men played baseball. And in fact, I even played baseball. So there's five generations uh, for me and prior to me that played baseball. But Biz was the one who had the talent and the fortune to play professionally. And so he began playing with the San Antonio Black Aces right about the same time as the Negro League baseballs were formed by the great Rube Foster. And so Biz played the duration of the Negro Leagues from the early 1920s up until it ended in 1960 in course of segregation, Jackie Robinson and Larry Doby making their sort of triumphal entry into Major League Baseball. So he's my great uncle. He, he was one of the first global ambassadors of of, of of baseball. And I say that because long before 42, there was Negro League baseball. And as a result of Negro League players at the time being banned from Major League, they were able to play internationally and global. So they sort of set that stage for Black internationalism through the sport of baseball, through that conduit of baseball. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great story. I, I think I shared with you that my grandfather played in the Negro League. He may have known Biz, you know. I mean, he probably knew him for sure, but sure. I don't know if he played against him. Now, just for our listeners, you mentioned forty-two, so that's gonna be Jackie Robinson. I, I'm sure most of them know, but some may not know. But yeah, so Biz was b- even before Jackie. He was before forty-two. In fact, a part of the Biz Mackey Family Foundation branding is a before 42 branding. And so we branded as get game, get the legacy before, catch the legacy before 42, 
because most people, and particularly youth in general, we partner, the Bismarcky Family Foundation partners a great deal with the Negro League Baseball and Major League Baseball. And so we travel fairly extensively around the country and beyond. And one of the things we always ask the youth audience, who was the first African-American to play Major League Baseball? And they, of course, say Jackie Robinson. And that's because what history books have taught them. But little do they know about Negro League Baseball or that Moses Fleetwood Walker and his brother Weldy actually played, were the first two African-Americans to play Major League Baseball in the late 1800s. But of course, the banishment came shortly there afterwards. And so we went, you know, nearly 50 years before the integration or segregation. Right, right. What were some of Biz's sustaining contributions to the professional sport of baseball? Oh, that's a, that's an awesome question. So having had the opportunity of playing internationally for so long, you know, one of the things that he's credited for is playing, actually being a fan favorite in places like Tokyo in Japan, where he hit the first home run in the in the historic Meijing Jinku Stadium there before the emperor of Japan at the time. But Biz, along with other Negro League players, made several recurring trips to Japan, and they sort of set a precedent. They, they, they were a gateway, if you will, to sort of globalizing the sport there in Japan. They, they were even the first before white major leaguers started playing international. And so they were teachers of the game. They, they shared their influences, their skill sets not only in places like Tokyo, but they played in China, they played in Argentina, Mexico, Cuba, Korea. And so, again, they, you know, they were putting what I like to say black internationalism on display, you know, at, in, in a very unprecedented period of time. But at the same time, they were planting seeds of greatness around the globe. Right. Like I said, playing in places like Dominican and Argentine because we, they couldn't play right. here. And so now as a result, sort of the fruits of their labor, if you will, you see all of these uh, Afro-Argentines, Dominicans, right. Cubans, you see all these players now emerging into Major League Baseball. And people may ask themselves, well, you know, how did this all happen? When did, when did this sort of, uh, you know, rush come forth, but these seeds of greatness were planted many decades ago. Absolutely. That, that, that tends to be the story for all black entertainment and in, in general, you know, we had to go and show our skills and professions in, in foreign countries back in the day. Yes. So how about, you know, how did Biz Mackey plan professional baseball in the early 19th century? make an impact on professional baseball players today and who played with him. And again, what players today benefited from Biz Mackey being a professional? So, I mean, there are a lot of great names, you know, from Josh Gibson, Satchel Paige, Larry Doby, Don Newcomb, Monty Irvin. A lot of these men, again, Biz being before 42, mentored. And so, Again, long before 
42, and then including 42 because he did also play in Negro League Baseball. But through business tutelage, through his mentorship, mm-hmm. a lot of the gentlemen, a lot of the players I just mentioned now, for instance, Monty Irvin, Don Newcomb, who was with the L.A. Dodgers for a very long time, even you know up until most recent prior to his passing, was in the front office. But having mentored so many of these gentlemen, those skill sets and talents uh, were passed on to them, and they brought those skill sets into modern-day Major League Baseball as we know it. And so just a lot of those fundamentals that were initially shared among them have been passed down from generation to generations. Right. Okay. What what are some of the historical significance you would like to for us to know Parth Mortem society to know about the great Uncle Biz Mackey? So as I mentioned earlier, you know, he was the first to to hit the first historic home run there in Meijing Jingu Stadium in Tokyo. The New York Times that did an article the early part of this year or last year, they oftentimes like to credit that to some of the other legendary uh, white players, Lou Garrett, Babe Ruth, those types of players. But it was actually Biz who hit that first historic home run. Aside from that, his history is detailed quite extensively in the Negro League Baseball Museum and in, quite frankly, in the National Baseball Museum in Cooperstown as well. I think the thing, I guess the the, the most historic point that I would really like people to share that there was baseball, significant baseball for African-Americans before 42. And I really want to commend the current commissioner of baseball, Bob Mansford, who in 2020 conferred the name Negro Leagues Baseball, respectfully, if you will, to just simply major leagues or undeniably major leagues, sort of equalizing the playing field. And so and so that's a strong credit. And then the other thing that people may not know and I think is extensively important is that Biz was honored with the 2020 Centennial Icon for Negro Leagues Baseball. So if you visit... Happen to visit Negro League Baseball Museum, you'll you'll see his image as the as the centennial icon. Well, you know, I I, I was so happy to find out about him because you know I, I Google him, of course, and <laughs> yeah. there's so much information on this guy, so many photos. I was totally surprised because, like you said, most of us, you know, I'm, every, our knowledge stopped at 42, and what's the other one? By, Willie Mazes? I don't know. I forgot his number, but. You know, when I was a kid, it was Willie Mays, right? It's Willie Mays, yes. Right. <laughs> I had an opportunity to meet Willie Mays too at at one of the. At the actually, Biz was inducted to the uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2006. Okay, and I got a chance to visit with Willie Mays and some of those great players of his generation. Yeah, that, I, I wish I had been there. Let me just say that. Now, I I understand that the uh, the Biz Mackey family has a foundation. I always love to hear about foundations because it's a wonderful thing to do to put a an initiative together that will help people do things for you know rewarding things for people. And I'm I'm so happy to hear about it. But would you like to share some of the educational initiatives the Biz Mackey Family Foundation is currently involved 
and its global mission. Yes, yes, thank you. So first and foremost, our mission is to advance history, heritage, and human rights with a focus on literacy. I frankly believe that our history is our heritage and that we are stewards. We're stewards of our history. And of course, that all involves into our heritage in terms of where we're going. So, but one of the, one of the unique things is business father, my second great grandfather, which as you know, I'm a preacher of the gospel, but he was also a preacher of the gospel as well too. And my second great grandmother was a school teacher. So Second great grandfather was a preacher. Second great grandmother was an educator. And it's sort of interesting. I'll share this story. I'm a preacher. My wife's an educator. And we were married on the same day. Wow. Um, as my second great grandparents. It wasn't planned that way, but just serendipitously happened that way. But only feeling. Uh, only feeling. Go ahead. <laughs> historically, during the early 19th century, I was so fascinated and impressed that Biz was traveling the world, the globe, during you know unprecedented epochs of time. This is a precursor to civil rights. Yes. Here these black men were in places like Tokyo. They were in Korea. You know, they were in Mexico City. They were in Argentina. They were, you know, they were in Cuba. And, you know, we often are stigmatized by being sort of not educated, not being able to read. But you're talking early 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. I have some of the the, the manifests that that they traveled on, copies of them, the ships. They could write their names. So what I'm saying is that they were not uneducated men. Absolutely uh, not. Educated men during that period of time. And so sort of as a a way to honor that legacy is that they were able to read and to write and to understand. And so we have a focus that's on literacy and we focus on childhood literacy and reading readiness, because we believe that that is the fundamental human right for every child. It's a God given right for every child to be able to read and write with an understanding and read with an understanding. And so we provide books and literacy resources to youth baseball leagues. We have partnered. We started an issue back in 2015 with Houston ISD that spilled over to other school districts, churches, and municipal organizations that that lifts families with youth through the power of literacy. You know, it, it couldn't be any better mission than an initiative of education. I, and I'm so happy to hear that. And everything that you said make a lot of sense about what you could do and the people and how they were educated back in the day. Like so many people think they weren't. Right. At least that's what they, they, that's what they want to tell us. Right. Sure. Uh, but my, my grandmother was an educator back in the early twenties. Right. She was a teacher. So we've been doing it for years and, and, and I'm so glad to hear that Biz Mackey Foundation, Family Foundation has an initiative for education. Glad to hear that. Thank you. You know, now you mentioned books a moment ago. Yes. And I understand that there is a, a best-selling book, and the title is A Giant Behind the Plate. When I first read this, I thought I saw a great behind the plate. I'm sure 
either name would have worked. However, the name of the book is A Giant Behind the Plate, and you released it with renowned baseball historian Rich Westcott in 2018. That is correct. Are there any future plans for what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say that is correct. I, I was going to just share with you. I had a copy of the book here. And in fact, it, it is available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Target is another one, but uh, it is available and it depicts sort of the biopic life of Biz, sort of an unho- unsung hero, so to speak. But, it, you know, do you like it? In fact, I have a copy for you, Val. But I just <laughs> wanted to share that for anybody that might be interested. Uh, and, I'm uh, interested. <laughs> I, I'm interested. And I tell you, what, I'm, I'm going to read from cover to cover. I'm uh, looking forward to that. I, you know, I, I read some of the uh, online, some of the, I'm like, wow. It was, it was very, and it was very informative information. And I'm looking forward to that book. I'm going to hold you to that now. Absolutely. One of the things I, I did want to also share, April 20th, which is coming up is Biz's annual commemor- commemoration day in professional baseball. And the foundation was honored this time last year at the National Archives Museum there in Washington, D.C., where it was just a special that focused on the book and before 42. So it highlighted his playing days. It's available online as well. If you Google before 42 at the National Archives Museum. It'll just give more insight about who Biz Mackey uh, was as a player and uh, certainly sustaining values to the sport of baseball. Fantastic. Okay. Are there any future plans for a documentary or a big screen biopic? Any chance? So that's like the big the elephant in the room. You know, that's the dream come true. Okay. Uh, you know, we would love to be able to partner with, with some of these. I won't even say rising, you know, people like Tyler Perry and Mike Lee. It would be awesome. Ava, Ava, Ava. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be awesome to be able to partner with one of these big names to bring before 42 to the screen. So it is a focus. It is a dream. It would be a dream come true, but certainly we would love to see that happen and have really been trying to, uh, press efforts, you know, in that direction. Well, it's a fantastic story. And I know if, if, if we're so, it would be a great success. There's no question in my mind about that. Now, uh, Reverend Mackey, is there anything else you'd want to share? Let's just say you have a foundation. Would there be maybe someone out there willing to donate to your foundation? Are you looking for donations or not? Well, we are a 501c3 foundation. So we're always looking for donations, financial support. That's what helps to motivate our mission. And so we can be reached at bizmackey.org or before42.com. bizmackey.org or before42.com. And certainly, if nothing else, just to learn more about the life and legacy of Biz Mackey and his contributions to the sport of baseball. And then, of course, our work surrounding lifting uh, families with youth through the power of literacy. And so we would greatly appreciate any support that, you know, someone desires to share. You bet. We're going to drop that information in the caption. And so hopefully, uh, you know, a lot of people will see this. Hopefully some with deep pockets who 
understand that story and might want to make a contribution. I certainly would hope so. You know, with that said, it has been a fantastic interview with Mr. Ray Mackey. And the interview is about Biz Mackey, his great uncle. Fantastic story. I've read, he, he promised me a book and I'm looking forward to getting it. I'm going to get it to you. I didn't want to share in closing. Go ahead. Now that uh, Major League Baseball uh, was extremely kind to the foundation and just recently did an interview for a tribute that will be released on Major League Baseball, their main Instagram account on February. It'll air on February 26th and in honor of Black history. And so by all means, if you have an opportunity, check that out, like it, you know, on Instagram or, you know, send it out and share with other people. I will. This this podcast will view on the 27th. Okay. And so we're still in Black History Month when our viewers and and our listeners will will hear or see it. And so yeah, that, that's great. Thanks a lot for for giving us that information. Yeah. Well, with that said, uh, Reverend Mackey, it has been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Yeah, I think in closing, we just came off the the Houston Astros Foundation hosted the HBCU the 2024 Cactus Jack baseball tournament with nine historically black colleges. And they were gracious enough to invite the Biz Mackey Foundation in support of that tournament. And we were able to present a the Houston, well, the Astros Foundation's Academy, a young achiever. His name was Ichiro Washington. And we were able to present him with the Biz Mackey before 42 Centennial bus. Okay. Uh, during that tournament, which was just last week. So I wanted to thank the Astros Foundation publicly for allowing us that opportunity. Well, we hope they're listening and we hope they're viewing. It would be great for them to do that. Also, we plan to put an article in the April issue of the IF magazine. So Awesome. Well, I look forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, looking forward to that as well. So, for our again, our viewers and listeners, we've been with Reverend Ray Mackey, chairman of the Biz Mackey Foundation. It's been great. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me, Val. It's been it, an honor and a pleasure. It, you bet. Is I love the work. I love the work that you all are doing there uh, at IF, at International Focus, as well. Well, th- well thank you. you. Know, you know, we've uh, we've launched. Now that you brought that up, we've launched uh, Monrovia, Liberia. I spell that. Congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. We're looking forward to that. Uh, and so for our viewers and listeners, uh, you can be sure to find us on uh, all social media platforms. Uh, like and subscribe us. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for your time. Thank you again, Val. My pleasure.